Good Shepherd Sermon for Sunday, January 7th, 2024. Pastor Paul Tolberg. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church and School is located in Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin, in the United States. Our mission is simple and bold. We seek to grow in faith and knowledge of our Savior Jesus. We want to make him known to others so that they too may share the joys that Jesus has won for them. Here's Pastor. It's that time of year again. Every year, shortly after Christmas, this happens. From Mark chapter 1, John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. He preached, One more powerful than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven. You are my Son, whom I love. I am well pleased with you. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our defender. Amen. If you come to the parsonage now and use the front door instead of the back door, we'll know that you're there because we installed a ring it's the doorbell that lets you see who's coming to the front door. I became aware of that, first of all, when I visited Bruce Malone's family a couple months, years ago, and he had that installed already in his house. And he was talking to Siri a long time ago, and I'm sitting there, okay, what's going on? And Okay. So imagine I, the doorbell rings, and I look out, and there's that guy. He comes every year at this time. He's dressed like a beggar. He stinks. You can smell him through the door. And all these bees are flying around him. And, and he doesn't come to the front door. He stops where he is. He raises up his voice and he says, Repent! The kingdom of God is here. Get the road ready for the Lord. Fill up the potholes. Make everything straight. Stop all the crookedness and get going straight. The master's on his way. So I would yell up to Donna saying, guess who's coming again? She says, yeah, I know. It's shortly after Christmas. He comes every year this time. What happens when you have a regular visitor, it's just like, okay, fine, okay. And you kind of forget what he's saying. So I want to tell you one more time. It says, John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness, and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. 
We know that is. Because we know what happened, right? You just heard, again, what happened. He's in the water, and John, his cousin, is there. And John baptized him. He comes, and we're told the heavens were torn open. They didn't just open like a little door. No, they're torn open, and God speaks. This is my boy right there in the water. That is my son. I love you. I'm well pleased with you. And while that's going on, and you're seeing the sun in the water, the Holy Spirit comes down in a bodily form, and we're told it rests on him, stays on him. So we see Jesus is God. And we see that God is more than what we can figure out in our brains. Three persons, one God. So, during this week, I pray that you're going to be talking to someone that you went to church, and I pray that you're going to be saying, well, yeah, we heard a message from somebody. He's up in a white robe up front, and uh, he said something about um, uh, baptism, and, and I pray that they pursue that and say, well, who, who got baptized? Well, you know, Jesus got baptized, and I, I'm a Christian, and so I, I was there in church. It was Epiphany, and it was the Sunday after Epiphany, If they don't ask you, they're thinking it because any thinking human being is wondering what kind of a God gets baptized? The false god Allah, he doesn't get baptized. The Hindu gods, they don't get baptized. The Egyptian gods never got baptized. What kind of a God do you follow anyway? What kind of a God gets baptized? And then you go back to this part of God's Word, and you say, well, everyone's getting baptized. Everyone's getting baptized. Everyone's getting baptized. They confessed their sins, and they were baptized. So if your thinking friend is thinking, they may feel comfortable enough sharing with you, well, I thought you just said Jesus is God. God has no sin to confess. Well, they're right. You and I, we got sins to confess. Now, I don't have to tell you you got sins to confess because as a Christian, you know I have sins to confess, you have sins to confess, we have sins we must confess to God. And we also know the truth that just confessing sins, knowing that we have a sinful problem, does not absolve us of sin. That doesn't make a right between us and God just knowing that I'm a sinner and I'm sinning against him, that does not make it right. What happens is, God has to make it right with us. Well, why does God have to make it right with us? Because no angel can step in for me. Why? Because God says in his word that the soul that sins shall die. The consequences for my sin have to be paid for by the ones doing the sin. Oh. So think that leaves us in despair. I got, I got no way out. I have no one to step in for me. I can't, my mom and dad are already, they can't come and rescue me. I have, I have really good friends in the congregation, outside of the congregation. They can't step in for me and pay the consequences for my sin. 
What kind of a God gets baptized? I'll tell you the kind of God who gets baptized. The holy God who stepped into history because he loves us. I want you to look at that one more time. What kind of a God gets baptized? You know, God has a connection here between baptism and himself that you and I, we sometimes overlook. It's all over the scriptures, but this is what it says. My memory is so good, right? It says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. In the book of Romans, we just heard this. It says, we were buried with him by baptism into death. Again and again. What happened after the first Pentecost sermon? What happened? He said, repent and be baptized. That's what Peter said. So you have everybody saying, repent and be baptized. Well, does that stop after the first century? <laughs> Fast forward, go in the little time capsule, go up to the time of Martin Luther, about the year, oh, I don't know, 1517. Luther had looked around and he'd been reading his Bible. And he found out that reading his Bible, what he was hearing preached to him and taught to him was not what the Bible said. And God said something that was all around him. So what did he do? He said, we have to talk about this. And so he took his debates, theses, the points he wanted to talk about, and he nailed them to the public bulletin board at the Castle Church. We call them the 95 Theses. And he, nailed, and he just wanted to debate them, talk about them. And what was the very first one? I don't remember my German by very well, so here's what it is in English. When our Lord and Master Jesus Christ said, Repent, he willed the entire life of believers to be one of repentance. Hmm. To be one of repentance. Repentance means I see my sin. I don't like my sin. I turn away from my sin. I have no power to do that. So God in his word, this is how God does it. If, when you go to later on, this, I love this about, this is a wonderful thing for our new hymnal. I pray it makes it every hymnal from here on. They put the catechism in here. You know why they put the catechism in here? It's because in Luther's day, the people did not know enough of God's word for him to, under, to explain things to them easily. And they begged Luther to teach their children in a simple way the basic truths of God's word. And so he wrote the small catechism for his congregation and his, his confirmation class. This is what he says about baptism. God saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. And what does that mean? Baptism means that the old Adam in us should be drowned by daily contrition and repentance and that all its evil deeds and desires be put to death. It also means that a new person should daily arise to live before God in righteousness and purity forever. Wow. That's a lot of God's Word put into a small place. But again, if you're thinking 
What does that mean for me? Remember Luther's teaching his congregation and his confirmands who have not had God's word at all for lots of years. They don't know. So he explained to them, this is what's meant by turning away. He says, consider your place in life according to the Ten Commandments. Are you a father, a mother, son, daughter, employer, or employee? Have you been disobedient, unfaithful, or lazy? Have you hurt anyone by word or deed? Have you been dishonest, careless, wasteful, or done other wrong? So the first thing he does is he makes sure that we understand that God says we have to recognize that we are sinners in need of saving. And we have a whole boatload of sin. Now, in Luther's day, they had ways to take care of that. The Roman Catholic Church, you could buy a piece of paper that would say, you're free. If you pay enough money, you can pay off a lot of sin. Or, if you didn't have money, you could go up to a, somebody in a, in a robe like this, probably a little bit darker robe, and, and in a little confessional booth, list all the sins you could possibly remember, and then he would tell you all sorts of things to do, and then by doing those things, you would absolve yourself of the consequences of those sins. But that's not what God says. God says the wages, the paycheck for sin is death. We are sinners. That's what we deserve. Ah, so how do we get out of this predicament? And back to that first question that we don't seem to ever answer. Why did God get baptized? What kind of a God is that? Who gets baptized? Here it is. For the forgiveness of sins. When Jesus went into the baptism of the Jordan, what he did is he put himself in the place of every human being. And he went there and he says, I have no sin of my own, but since I am God and I have no sin of my own, I will take every dirty thought you've ever had. I will take every disobedience you've ever done. I will take every time you've lipped off to your mom and dad, every time you have get angry at for no reason at your children, I will take all of that sin. I will take all of your laziness and your lust and I will put it on me. And I'll be baptized in your place. Because with me, the Father is well pleased. Whoa. I pray you always are amazed at the God that we serve. That he chose to write it down so we know who he is. He is the God, and he's the kind of God who gets baptized. Because he loves us. If you didn't hear it before, I'll say it quieter. He loves us. Oh, he loves you. He loves you. How do I know that? 
He sent Jesus. How do I know that Jesus loves you? Willingly, Jesus went to a cross. Willingly, he let these people beat him up, pull out his beard by the roots, nails, spikes through his hands and feet, and then to his dead body on the cross, make one last gesture of dishonor. Wrap him up, toss him into a tomb. But he didn't stay there, did he? The scriptures say he came back to life again because that's what he promised to do. Why? Because he's the holy God, the God of gods, and he loves us. And he wants us to know our sins have been paid for. Okay. You heard it again. What does that mean for you right now? That means that God has given you an incredible gift, and you're not home yet. You're not in heaven yet. So what are you going to do with what you know? God says, first of all, repent. You know the first sermon that Jesus gave? It's the same sermon that you heard John the Baptist give. Repent. The kingdom of God is near. First sermon. Turn away from your sin and hold on to God. How do you do that? with the word and the sacraments that God has given. Doing it right now. If you're online, you're doing it right now. You're listening to God's word, what he has to say, and we're going to soon receive his supper. You take care of your faith. Take care of your faith until the Lord takes you home to heaven. And by the way, however long that is, he's going to put people in your sphere of influence that you can share this good news with us because not everybody knows. Not everybody knows. So for Jesus' sake, my dear friends, remember the kind of God that you do serve. He's the kind of God who got baptized for you. He is the holy God, but he's not out to get you, crush you. He's out to get you, save you. In his name, so let us live this week and also this year. Amen.